They called us deplorables. They shut down our country. They say our thoughts are disinformation. Our response, The Rob Carson Show. It is already Thursday, kids. Can you believe it? T-minus one day till Friday till you can uh, enjoy the weekend in your second or third job. That is, I mean, who doesn't like to work that second or third job uh, so you can enjoy your weekend while you're serving customers uh, delicious uh, burgers and stuff? Or whatever you do on the weekends because of uh, Joe Biden's uh, economy and recession that isn't happening, actually, even though we all know it is happening. You know, um, I was uh, I was thinking about a, a I got a ton of stuff on the plate today. Let me just say I, I just it literally cracked the mic as I'm finishing up, loading up everything into the show. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't. You don't. Because this is going to be so good. I mean, it might even be better than yesterday's show. Yesterday's show was boom. And if you want to check it out. Just go to the uh, podcast. It's called the Rob Carson Show Podcast, which, by the way, is blowing up across the country. Uh, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. That's where you can find all the digital platforms. But I was thinking about the expression. You know, you heard the uh, expression, too stupid to live. Uh, there are some things that are going on in our country right now uh, and being proposed by people that are just too stupid to live. And the reason why I say that is not because I want them to die because they're stupid. But because, you know, there's a basic uh, level of intelligence that a human being must have. You learn this in uh, high school biology. Um, it, or, or, you know, like you, you learn the transgender stuff in like kindergarten, you know, and the, all that stuff and the sex and sexuality and sex toys and all. That's what they're teaching in schools in kindergarten. Now you got to wait till high school when you learn that your brain, you know, covers everything in your body, makes everything work. And you need a certain degree of intelligence, a minimum amount of intelligence to just keep your heart beating and your lungs going. That's it. And I got to tell you, some of the things that I am seeing uh, proposed around the country are um, are just you make you too stupid to live. I mean, I don't even know how uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez even breathes. It must take everything for just just to breathe, just for her stomach to digest on its own. Just to, you know, the whole, just, that's it. And that's pushing it. That's like if you got a, a computer and your, your CPU usage is just through the ceiling. Like, I'm thinking uh, just uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, just to breathe. It's like 98% CPA uh, usage, and, and there's no additional RAM. And I know I'm getting, that's getting kind of weird. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Is, uh, is there some people just too stupid to live? And, and I'm going to share you uh, some ideas and, and some people who are just literally, I mean, I'm worried about them. Because once that CPU usage goes to 99%, it's over. And if you even try to introduce a reasonable thought, you're dead. I mean, it, it, that's it. The brain is overloaded, like one of those computers in, in old tiny days that, you know, that, that you'd get into a battle with them, a battle of wits, and, and the computer would be like, you know, playing along. And then all of a sudden, you'd ask a question. The computer couldn't figure it out. And all of a sudden, smoke start coming out of its ears, you know, kind of like the, uh, the, uh, the, the robot women in, uh, in uh, Austin Powers movie. What are they called? The, what are they? I'm trying to draw a blank on the hot babes who are robots with uh, machine guns in their bras. Why am I drawing a blank? You guys are screaming at your radio right now, going, come on, fembots, fembots. 
So uh, Alexander Ocasio Cortez, kind of like a fembot, because <laughs> she's she just you know just real close to being too stupid to live. So we got a bunch of that on the show today. We got a bunch of stuff with regard to the the very ungodly crooked FBI. Uh, it is official. The uh, cat is out of the bag. Which is a cliche about, I guess, throwing cats in the river when you didn't want them. That happened years ago, maybe in when maybe when Joe Biden was a teenager. But uh, the, the, it's out of the bag here. Uh, as far as the absolute corruption of the Biden administration, the federal government, Democrats, uh, mainstream media, and big social media. And I said it. I said it years ago. Uh, if the mainstream media, if big social media and the Democrat Party say something is disinformation, you know it's because they're working together and you know that they know what you know is right. I know that sounds a little confusing, but it really isn't. Really isn't confusing at all. So I got some on that. Um, it, there's just a lot of stuff got to be hitting the fan. And, and again, as I look at the, at the headlines of the day and I digest all this stuff, and this is the prep for today. This is like 100, probably 100 pages. I guess, about 100 pages of prep. I'll get to about 12. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's going <laughs> to have a lot of stuff here. But I do like to start off the show, uh, unless there is an explosive story, and there are plenty of explosive stories, don't get me wrong, but the most important story for you is paying your dang bills. And it's tough. And I'm not hearing Nancy Pelosi talk about it. And I'm not hearing about OA, uh, AOC. She's on the cover of uh, Vanity Fair or whatever the hell, talking about how rough it is to be a woman and how Americans hate women, which, you know, I guess I didn't even realize I hated my mother. Had no idea that I really hated my mother. I hate my wife. I hate my sister. I got a daughter. Hate her, too, because you know why? America hates women. But, you know, she's, she's got a lot of crises in her life. She doesn't know if she's going to live another six months. She threw that in the article. She said, oh, I don't know if I'm going to live another six months. Girl, if you think you're going to die in six months, you, you probably want to contact the authorities rather than just make it up and play your victim crap. And, and by the way, I'm going to share, uh, along with the AOC story, um, there is a new movement, uh, things that are happening with, uh, with teen girls who are uh, looking for some kind of victimhood. This happens frequently. And I'm going to tie it into OAC because she has the... Uh, uh, I guess the intelligent, well, not even that. She's got a lower intelligence, the average teenage girl, uh, but, uh, and lower IQ, but she doesn't know much. There's a difference between knowing stuff and being unintelligent. You can be ignorant or you can be an unintelligent. Uh, AOC is unintelligent and ignorant. So that's coming up. But I do bring up the, uh, the kitchen table issues because 35% of us, at a one time, you know, a full time job, forty hours a week, thirty five percent aren't making it. You're not making it. You're not hearing this because Joe Biden says there's no recession. All right, but listen to this: the share of Americans having to make cutbacks due to inflation has climbed to fifty six percent. Sixty nine percent. There are sixty nine million households now canceling vacation vacations. Don't you know our dear leader just got back from a three-week vacation where he stayed in a $20 million house, then he stayed at one of his homes that he's purchased that the government's going to pay a half a million dollars for a new security fence in Delaware? Don't you know that? You know? Uh, they're driving less, cutting grocery bills. 12% said they were experiencing severe hardship 
as their standard of living tanked. I wonder what the $60 billion we sent to Ukraine could have done for all of these people. Or, or the $1 trillion that the federal government wants to use to pay off student loans for people who make a whole hell of a lot more money than the people who are uh, experiencing severe hardship. Kind of crazy. Others working overtime, finding second jobs, even delaying medical procedures. Ah, you know, cancer, schmancer. What the hell? The economy and rising prices remain a top concern for millions of voters. And, and oddly enough, uh, MAGA Republicans aren't the main threat for Americans. It's just being able to feed yourself. I know. I know it's hard to believe because MAGA Republicans are so evil and everything. But there you go. That's, that's the way it is. And, of course, and of course uh, Joe Biden says that there is uh, no recession, even though we are in a recession, full-blown recession. But you know what they do? They just, they just change the meaning of the word. I'm thinking my statistics bode out that we're in a freaking recession. A recession, that is what we're in. No one can deny. But gas is only twice as much as it was. The White House is attempting spin, but the numbers do not lie. Yeah. The GDP was negative for two quarters in a row. That's a recession. <laughs> it's always been time to face the music, Joe. This is Jim Gossett. You see, it's still a recession by any other name. Biden's denial is late. Ready, Lane. A recession, that is what we've got. Joe and Janet yelling are lying a lot. A recession by any other name. La, 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 la. Yeah. Florida homeowner Tim Erickson, he's, uh, he's got a $30,000 a year pension, struggles to meet high energy, gas, and insurance prices. Unfortunately, I don't have an easy way to increase my income, so I'm cutting everywhere I can. I'm going to say uh, $30,000 a year. Uh, you're going to be going to Walmart getting that second job in your retirement. Having most, uh, have mostly parked the car and resorted to riding my motorcycle or bicycle on most daily errands. No more streak, no, uh, no more steak, no more eating out. Very rarely indulge in red meat. Uh, shopping at Aldi has been my salvation. Poorer Americans are more likely to uh, be experiencing severe hardship. 28% of those whose annual household income is $48,000 or less say prices are seriously hurting their families. And I love you doing this, but this guy, uh, John Fetterman, who's running for Senate in Pennsylvania against Mamet Oz, uh, Tucker did a real nice piece on him last night. He, he became the mayor of a city, Braddock, Pennsylvania, that is hell on earth. Did you know what the median income in Braddock, Pennsylvania, where this dipwad was the mayor? $14,000 a year. $14,000 a year in Braddock, Pennsylvania. By the way, but he apparently opened a couple of uh, uh, artistic spaces. They they got some artists to do like some uh, uh, you know metal sculptures in the town square. That's going to be helpful. So we got an update on that and uh, and other things. Biden break another record this time. Most migrant crossers who've died. That's pretty cool, I guess, for him because he's trying to you know uh, make history and he certainly is. Oh, and then he's also doubling down. He's going to do a cancer moonshot. 
as well. And he's done such a good job on the border and the economy and energy independence. He's going to he's gonna go ahead and uh, cure cancer, and we've got an update on that. Uh, a big speech coming up as well. So all of that and, uh, and a whole lot more as well as your uh, phone calls, 800-922-6680. And special guest today, one of my favorite people who I love to watch on the Internet, Dave Rubin joins us on the show later uh, as we progress. Let's go ahead and take a break, the first break of the show. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Ain't freedom of expression great? To follow Rob Carson on social media, go to Truth Social Getter, Facebook and Twitter, at Rob Carson Show. rock to the uh, the bumper music rotation black betty ram jam you know it's kind of funny uh, uh my daughter is uh, 17 years old and we're in the car and and uh, uh both of my kids just listen to all sorts of music and my son you know literally was raised on uh, a lot of rock new rock and, and some classic rock and i used to quiz him you know like i'd say ac and he'd go dc and i'd say lead and he'd go zeppelin one time i said pearl and he said harbor i said no no it's pearl jam and then my daughter were in the car said what is this new music playlist all of a sudden out of nowhere Ram Jam, Black Betty. She's jamming to it. I'm like, oh, my God, I've done something right. Everything else I've done, I mean, is, you know, with the, regard to parenthood. No, actually, I'm a pretty good dad. <clears throat> so uh, Joe Biden has broken another uh, migrant record. Yeah, not just the number of people who are crossing the country, which is, you know, something that will be impeachable and he needs to be removed off from office just for this, just for this, because it's our sovereignty and your safety and it's a breach and it's illegal. And Joe Biden is responsible for it. And his uh, DHS secretary, well, I haven't heard much from him lately, old Alejandro Mayorkas, who came up with the Disinformation Bureau. It's kind of funny how there's so much silence coming from the Biden administration. Don't hear anything from Pete Booty gig anymore. You don't hear uh, much from uh, only Jennifer Granholm, and she only exists to step and stuff because she's such an idiot. But uh, 750 migrants attempting to cross the southern border have Died this year, up from 200, actually up, up 200 from 2021. According to the DHS, migrants face perilous conditions in their journey northward to the border, could often suffer from heat, drowning, crime, uh, you know, falling from the border wall. There's these other things also where they're sold uh, into slavery by coyotes. They, they are promised that they'll get across the border. They come across the border and they say, you know, the teenage girls or even the elementary school girls, uh, you're going to be a sex slave for a while and you're going to go work in one of those Asian spas in the strip malls that you see all over the country because that's what those are all about just so you know but there you go and, and in some cases maybe you know you're, you're better off uh, not making it across the border if you're going to end up in a life in sex slavery or working for a gang or or being some sort of a mule for drugs but you know what that doesn't matter because all that really matters is uh, blowing up the united states and that's what joe biden is uh is here to uh here to do but you know what he is going to uh he is going to cure cancer I don't know if you knew this. He's going to cure cancer. So anybody out there who's, uh, you know, and I'm sure you've been touched by cancer. I've had so many people in my life die of cancer, including one very recently. Um, this is just uh, amazing to me. I mean, they're, they're throwing everything at the wall. They're doing everything they can to, A, act like they have done something right, and, B, destroy their enemies. 
Uh, so, so speech in Philadelphia last week, destroy your enemies. And then Joe Biden is going to channel JFK with a speech on ending cancer for good. It's the sixth year anniversary of, uh, of uh, uh, John F. Kennedy's moonshot speech. So I can think of a no greater tribute. No, actually, no greater insult to the memory of John F. Kennedy than Joe Biden hijacking a speech to uh, come up with an idea that uh, is not exclusively owned by the government. Nobody woke up this morning and said, well, son of a gun, we at the Cancer Institute over here, we haven't even thought about curing cancer. Haven't even thought about curing cancer. But now, you know, I think uh, if we have some government money behind us, which this will be inevitably a payoff, I'm sure, to a lot of uh, people who are down with uh, Joe Biden, kind of like they were with COVID and, you know, making sure that the COVID diagnosis was on the uh, death certificate or or COVID was uh, was treated in the hospital, even though people went to the hospital for a broken leg. They still got lots of money for for that. And then, of course, I'm sure Big Pharma will be involved in some way, shape perform, which to me means that uh, I wouldn't hold your breath on a cancer cure from these guys anytime soon. But here is Joe Biden in 2019 saying he's going to do the same thing. I you, uh, if I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer. Now, there is nothing more cynical than a, uh, a washed up hack who's been in Washington, D.C. for nearly 50 years saying something like this to Americans. This is my friends. This is what I've been talking about. This is another one of those damned indignities. This is an indignity. This is served up to you. Maybe you got somebody in your life with cancer and you hear this jackweed say something like this. The thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer. Yeah, we're going to cure cancer. All right. Like, while, while we're at it, let's go ahead and say uh, while we're here, we're going to we're going to land a moon on uh, well, I could say Uranus for the punchline, but I'll just say on uh, on Pluto, you know, while we're at it. Just just go ahead and put that. So, uh, you know, the, the, this is according to the article I'm reading. The fight uh, against cancer is deeply personal for the Biden family. Yeah, and it is with a lot of us. It's deeply personal with all of us, I would venture to say. Um, he, by the way, as the president, uh, the vice president, Biden launched the cancer moonshot during the Obama administration 2016. It was an enterprise he carried over into his private life after he left the vice presidential, ma presidential mansion. He launched the Biden Cancer Initiative. You know what they did to cure cancer? D-word. All they did was pay off a bunch of high-level uh, uh, executives and hold meetings. That's what they did. It's like Black Lives Matter. Same modus operandi. Just about enriching some cronies and saying your word. Working on it, but you see the cool thing: when Joe Biden's president, he can use your money. He can use your money to pay off his friends. So that initiative closed in 2019 after Biden announced he was running for president. Also, it was just worthless. It was as worthless as Hillary Clinton's foundation that got 150 million dollars from Russian oligarchs and did nothing at all. So uh, after leaving office, Joe and Jill they they funded funded that to, founded founded funded the uh, Biden uh, cancer initiative and it, and it folded like Hillary Clinton's uh, Clinton Foundation and nobody can find anything that they actually did like Black Lives Matter, who just uh, found out one of their affiliates uh, stole ten million dollars from the group. Now uh, coming up, we've got uh, the uh, the tangled web that was weaved by the FBI, by the Biden White House, by big social media. This is as Stalinistic as it gets in a country that has a thing called the First Amendment, which allows freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of religion. They whizzed on 
almost all of those. I'll give you the details in a second. Also, the number is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com Well, it looks like uh, Stacey Abrams might not be uh, getting into the governor's mansion in uh, Georgia, uh, probably because she's a, a seriously dislikable, awful, awful, wretched person whose specialty is stealing elections. Uh, yeah, uh, some are blaming sexism, while others doubled down, uh, double, doubted her voter turnout strategy, for which she became notorious after narrowly losing her first gubernatorial bid in 2018 that she uh, still d- debates. Um, some of Ms. Abrams' supporters say her struggles are more rooted. At, listen, Are you ready for this? Just listen to this. Are, uh, are uh, rooted in sexism. You know, can we just stop this crap, this uh, victimization? Because, you know, I got a wife and I got a daughter and they're not victims. Oh, but they're white. You know, who cares? Shut up. Honestly, they're rooted in sexism than any strategic misstep. Or maybe she just sucks as a human being. Have you thought about that? She's running in the deep south for an office that has been elusive to women and candidates of color. You know what? Bullcrap. Dear God, are you out of your nut? She she's, lives in Atlanta, for crying out loud. They got a black mayor. They have forever. Jeez. We, the, uh, the Times, the New York Times, I guess, uh, quoted sexism claims uh, from both former Atlanta Mayor Shirley Franklin, a Democrat, and Democrat donor Steve Phillips. We have to work harder as women, as African-American women. We just have a harder time capturing the imagination as executives. I guess you should talk to Oprah Winfrey, who's worth $6 billion. Man, there's so much institutional racism out there. Um, Phillips dismissed uh, Abrams' stagnant poll numbers. She has been trailing Kemp by a few points in nearly every poll as just sexism uh, and said her identity as a black woman generates enthusiasm for her candidacy, but also explains the depth of the resistance to her. No, she's just an unlikable person who just kind of sucks. And she's also a radical leftist. And the uh, Democrat agenda is failing, failing, failing across the country. That's what the problem is. Nobody cares that you have a majima. That's what I used to tell my daughter. My son, he had a pee-pee. My daughter had a majima. I said, that's what makes you a boy or a girl. That's what they should teach in school, but they don't anymore. So it looks like she uh, may not be able to um, become the uh, governor because she's an awful person and nobody likes her. I think that's uh, another big part of it. She's unelectable. But she can go ahead and keep working for the Democrat Party because she's very good at uh, at uh, ballot stuffing, ballot boxes and whatnot, a lot of the... Uh, the ballot boxes featured in 2,000 Mules were in uh, uh, her purview. 
Thought you should know. So the uh, mainstream media, uh, big social media, and the Democrat Party are all in bed together. There is no doubt about it anymore. It has been a, uh, a it caused me a great deal of consternation. You as well, probably as a conservative, knowing that everything you uh, try to say has been social, uh, been been. Uh, uh, shut down by social media, whether it be, for instance, uh, at the very beginning of the COVID pandemic, doctors weren't even able to say that, hey, man, we ought to try ivermectin because a billion Indians do it. And it really killed uh, COVID in at least one large province called Uttar Pradesh. But that became verboten. You know why? Because ivermectin is cheap. Ivermectin is cheap. And nobody who is in the pipeline from the capital of the United States into Big Pharma would make a dime off of it. That's really what it's all about. That's why they waited forever on ivermectin. They said no to ivermectin. They waited until another horse medicine was uh, approved, and that would mean a very large payout to, I believe it was Merck. And even so, they're saying that, that horse medicine, the encephalitis drug, didn't work. But ivermectin, in a a, a new study, peer-reviewed, 92% of people who got ivermectin before they caught COVID avoided serious illness and death. But now we're discovering that maybe Anthony Fauci was exchanging emails with social media saying, uh, you know, really, you know, really uh, watch this disinformation about uh, COVID treatment, really going to push people toward our treatments and our vaccines. You need to do that. And also, uh, let's just go ahead and eliminate all talk about where the virus came from. Do you see how big this is getting? This is going to get so big, it is, uh, you cannot ignore it. That's what's going to happen. That is what is going to happen. U.S. District Judge Terry Doherty gave the White House 21 days to comply when asked to turn over emails sent by Corinne Jean-Pierre and Fauci to social media platforms after they were, they were accused of trying to censor stories on Hunter Biden, COVID, and mail-in voting. Remember, you couldn't say anything about the election being stolen? You still can't, but I did. <laughs> I do. You know why? Because it's my damned opinion. And I'm entitled to it. And you're entitled to it. And no matter how crazy opinions are, you can say them. Mine aren't crazy. Mine are based in fact. So anyway, um, this judge threw away the Justice Department's attempt to use executive privilege. Doherty ruled the executive privilege does not apply to external communications by White House officials. The lawsuit being brought by return, uh, re- Republican Attorneys General of Louisiana, Jeff Landry, and Missouri, Eric Schmidt. All right? So they're saying they the people deserve answers on how the federal government has colluded with social media companies to censor free speech. Guys, duh. Think about this. Think about what you've not been able to say. How ridiculous is this? And I wonder, certainly, certainly there's communication between the mainstream media and the White House. I wonder if there has been direct contact with the mainstream media Two newsrooms, just like there were with big social media, or if they're just slavishly democratic, or Democrats, I should say, not democratic. It's pretty crazy. They're accusing the Biden administration of politically uh, weaponizing social media platforms to censor stories on Hunter Biden's laptop. The FBI worked with that. This should be a regime-ending crime, that the FBI was involved in censoring Hunter Biden's laptop. Huge story. 
three phones and corroborated evidence from Tony Bobolinsky and uh, a business affiliate briefly with the Bidens about selling influence to China. That should be the biggest story in the history of the country. Just that. Mail-in voting, couldn't say anything about mail-in voting, couldn't say anything about Zuckerbucks, couldn't say anything about five states stopping the vote counting on election night and millions of ballots coming in for Joe Biden the next day exclusively. Unbelievable. I mean, un-freaking-believable. They cast aside the Justice Department attempt to use uh, executive privilege. And, uh, you know, this is all going to... This is going to get the fan. Dr. Fauci's communications would be relevant to plaintiff's allegations in reference to alleged suppression of speech related to lab leak theory of COVID-19's origins and alleged suppression of speech about the efficacy of masks and COVID-19 lockdowns. So they suppressed any information about masks being worthless and lockdowns being worthless and harmful, and they went ahead with it so they could shut you down and they could make your kids suffer and they could close your business. Dear God in heaven, people need to go to jail for this. Here's that Corinne Jean-Pierre, the mousy Marxist, being questioned about it. Uh, Washington, Missouri, and Louisiana. A federal judge ordered that you have 20 days to turn over emails uh, communicating with social media companies of the misinformation and uh, disinformation. Um, what are those emails going to show? They created the expression. Actually, they borrowed it from history. They came up with disinformation because it worked so well for Joseph Stalin. Quote me on that. It's real. So, what kind of so I can't comment. You asked me this question last week. I can't comment on any specifically ongoing uh, litigation. And so, again, I'd refer you. We would refer you to Department of Justice. A couple of things that I would... And you'll be lied to there because the DOJ has been playing along with them as well. Say on, just as a general matter on this, uh, as we've said over and over again since the beginning of the administration in our battle against COVID-19, it has been critical for the American people to have access to factual. Act- no, 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 no. It's only what the government says is factual. You cannot disagree. If you do disagree, they give Twitter and Facebook a call, a call and say, shut down the discussion. Accurate science-based informa- in, on information and ensuring that any media platforms have access to latest information. on a- Only if it comes from us. Once in a generation pandemic is something that has been done since the... Yeah, a million people didn't die of COVID in the United States. I thought you should know. It's all been political. You remember, uh, I think, was it was it right after Joe Biden uh, won the election, stole the election? They did. Uh, there were a couple hundred thousand people who had died of it, and they did a, a big uh, Lincoln memorial uh, along the uh, reflecting pond there with uh, with uh, candles and everything. And then uh, and when they crossed the million mark, it's like, yawn, no, nothing happened. What happened? Where's the memorial for the million people? Where, where's, where's, I, I want to know. I want to know. Where the memorial is for the one million people who died exclusively of COVID in the United States. Or maybe they just used the virus to make their friends a lot of money and to control us and change the how the way we live. Earliest days of the pandemic beginning under uh, the former president. So this Oh, she's going to blame this on Donald Trump. This happened under the former president. I I cannot say Donald Trump could not get Facebook to do anything. And if you may recall, Twitter and Facebook just erased Donald Trump. Kind of makes you wonder if maybe the Biden administration had something to do with that. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I think they did. More uh, from here it is an ongoing uh, litigation, as you know, and so I would uh, refer you to the department. 
You are uh, unbelievable. You don't believe me about Facebook censorship? Listen to the media talk about the now-proven Hunter Biden laptop, which the FBI knew was real in 2019, but sat on it for the election. Incriminating evidence allegedly found on a laptop belonging to Biden. Some sort of Russian disinformation campaign effort. One eternity later. Biden emails finally authenticated according to the New York Times. Duh. It's rewind time. It's a lie. Altered or fake. Unverified emails. The story did not quite land due to the lack of verification. Let's be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Well, because it can't be verified. I don't even want to report this. This is the one of the most powerful families in Washington. I'm a journalist. Okay, I would love if you guys would start doing that verification. No, we're not going to do your work for you. It's a journalist. You know what makes us worse than the Soviet Union? Do you know what what makes us worse? The Biden administration, the federal government, the FBI, the DOJ, the DHS. You know what makes it even worse? Because we have a First Amendment. We have an amendment that, that caused a, a birth of freedom that the world has never seen before. And with that precipitated the growth into the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. Our media has a choice. And they choose to bed down with the state. How bleeped up is that? Millions died in the Soviet Union because they wanted to express themselves and they wanted to speak out against the corruption of the federal government. Our media said, hey, let's go ahead and herd some people on the cattle cars. You're busy. I know you're going to be busy at the camps and everything. Let, I'm just going to go ahead. We right here, we're just going to show you who's who's uh, you know providing the disinformation. Report it to you so you can go after them. You think that's a stretch? Not one little bit. Not one little bit a stretch in any way, shape, or form. And people need to pay for this. We gotta literally, we got to, I should say figuratively, blow up the swamp, pave it over, and start over again. And we can do this together. Because I think if you look at polls, 70% of both parties say the country's going in the wrong direction. Can we at least agree that we can all say what we want to say? And maybe be able to Find the truth if somebody's not telling us the truth. How about that? A little bit more on this. Then we're going to move on to the uh, raid on Mar-a-Lago. Updates on that. Your phone calls. Uh, Alan, you hold on. You'll be up first. This is the Rob Carson Show. Dissent is not disinformation. It's the Rob Carson Show. You're going to see the single most important thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer. So uh, I don't think it gets any more cynical than uh, promising you're going to cure cancer to get votes. And now the president is going to deliver a a speech on the 60th anniversary of uh, John F. Kennedy's uh, 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 lunar uh, speech, uh, you know. And, uh, And I think it's sickening. I really, 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 really do. And you're so desperate so desperate you're calling half of the American population a fascist. And on the other side, you're telling people who may be going through cancer right now that you're going to cure cancer. I mean, dear God, you think the government is going to cure cancer? Yeah, I, have, I got a little bit more uh, uh, faith in uh, private industry and some of the great hospitals around the country that I'm affiliated with. 
I mean, honestly, what a slap in the face, honestly. And and I'm not meaning to whiz on anybody's parade. It's just it, this is cynical. This is sickening, to be quite honest. It's really cynical. I have somebody in my life right now who has stage four lung cancer. Just, I mean, I'm done. I'm done with this swamp. I'm done with this president. I'm done with this nonsense. And I think you are, too. In fact, I freaking know you are. And I think a lot of you are Democrats, and you're done with it, too. Let's go to Alan in Dundalk, Maryland. Hello, Alan, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Go ahead. Hey, Rob, how are you? Long I'm time glorious. And multiple-time caller. Yes, sir. Rob, you are about the only non-censorable, non-censorable nationwide platform that can reach a great number of people that can be mobilized and do something. Yeah, now, well... Go ahead. Let me go into let me go into my topic. Okay. What we're experiencing is a chaos culture. Yeah. Now a chaos culture is something that defies logic. It's something that is purposeful in its confusion. Oh, yeah. It will promote censorship. Mm-hmm. It will deny speech. Mm-hmm. And it will basically it is nothing but misinformation. Of course. And it's very purposeful. Mm-hmm. Now here's what I'm talking about. You're talking about Cloward Piven? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the Green New Deal. Of course, it's I was part of the story. A young man at my bank just two days ago about the Green New Deal. He said, "Boy, this is going to be wonderful. We're going to have renewable energy, renewable energy." I said, "Wait a minute." I said, "Can you afford a sixty thousand dollar car?" He said, "No." I said, "Can you afford a thirty thousand dollar battery replacement on a used sixty thousand dollar car?" He said, "No." I said, "Can you afford gas at five to ten dollars a gallon?" He said, "No." I said, okay, that means you're going to be riding a bus. Yeah. Because they've been pushing mass transit now for the past 60 years. And I'm old enough to see that firsthand. Yeah, Alan, and the thing is, you can't go to Home Depot and uh, get some drywall on the bus. Ah, here you. Now, this is an important (laughs) statement. You're going to be riding a bus or riding a horse. And he turned around and walked away. He didn't know what to say. Yeah. Well, Alan, let me let me let, let, let me finish my you gotta, let me finish my yeah, thought when we're having this conversation. Joe Biden last week said that uh, he said something to the effect of uh, things are there's something odd happening or something, there's something strange happening in the country, and and he's alluding to all of the crap that the left has created in the country, everything from CRT to transgenderism in school, all this nonsense. I mean, bat guano crazy nonsense. Every day we're confronted with bat guano crazy nonsense that was created, and Joe Biden is going to try to pin that. All of this that has been created just disrupts society and and foment the uh, the dream of the class of 1968, which is a conversion of America into a Marxist utopia. And now Joe Biden's going to act like, oh, yeah, this is all because of Trump supporters when it's all been a part of the plan. So to your point, absolutely. All of this nonsense is deliberate. It's meant to be. It's meant to upset the balance. It's, it's Cloward Piven. What you do is you overwhelm the system until it collapses. That's what's happening with right. the southern border. I'd venture to say it's also happening in public schools. I'd venture it, it goes to say with, uh, with uh, the power grid, I can go on and on, Alan. Now, I tell you what. Now, I want your audience. Now, I'm serious now. I want your Real audience quick. to go to uh, DuckDuckGo. Okay. Google Joe yeah. Biden 2015. Um, what is it? C-SPAN. Okay. On border, okay. And he was sitting right next to his um, his bald bastard, uh, his uh, his bald guy, <laughs> uh, uh, and he said, "Wouldn't it be neat if the white Europeans were displaced?" 
Okay. All right. Well, Alan, I got listen. We got to run. Uh, as far as replacement theory is concerned, uh, I, I'm you know. Clearly, they want people from across the border to vote Democrat. So I'm not going to. I'm not down with a white replacement theory. But I understand where you're, I understand we come from. We are limited on time. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. Do you find yourself turning on the news and feeling hopeless? Open borders, spending on crazy, increasing crime, indoctrination of our kids, inflation. The list goes on and on. There is something you can do now. Buy from companies that believe what you believe. We need to stick together now more than ever, and there has been one company willing to fight for our God-given value since 2012. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, your constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Carson or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code CARSON. They offer special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line discounts. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Carson or call 972-PATRIOT. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show. This hour on the show, uh, Jen Pellegrino, she does a marvelous show on Newsmax every night. And uh, we're going to talk about this uh, woman who was jogging in Memphis who was murdered by a career criminal. Uh, This is happening across the country. Uh, women, elderly, being victimized like never before, shoved in front of uh, train cars in places like uh, uh, New York City, uh, sucker punched and now uh, beaten and raped, raped and beaten to death. Uh, and it is happening with increasing frequency. We'll talk to uh, Jen <clears throat> about that at the uh, at the bottom of the hour. So stick around for that. I, uh, I mentioned this, uh, well, I've been mentioning it for a while. John Fetterman is running for a Senate in the state of uh, Pennsylvania. And the Democrat Party is so sick right now, sick in the head, that they are willing to not say anything about a man who had a profound stroke that has impacted his mental acuity, his ability to form sentences, and I'm assuming also his ability to, uh, to have a coherent thought. Now, uh, is it a big surprise? Because we have a man in the White House, and I, I don't think there's any doubt anymore. I think everyone knows that Joe Biden's brain is not working. It is not working properly. He, and every time he opens his mouth, dear God, we're not this stupid. Everybody gets it. But the, uh, the Democrat Party has discovered that if you put somebody who is brain-addled like that, then you don't have to worry about him straying off the reservation. Like uh, Joe Manchin did for a while and then sold his soul for the Inflation Reduction Act. Have you heard anything from Joe Manchin lately, by the way? Where is Manchin? Where is Manchin? Here I am. Here I am. He's going to be uh, retiring at the end of his term because I'm sure he and his family are going to be well taken care of. As so many Democrats, as so many swamp dwellers are, unlike you and me, who are, you know, making 30 grand uh, in your retirement. I'm not in my retirement. won't be for about 15 years. But, uh, but you know, don't worry about it if you're a swamp dweller. 
But back to the uh, the thing. Uh, John Fetterman is, uh, he clearly cannot, and this is the worst I think I've ever heard. Anyone, if this were someone in my life, I would say all I want you to do is get therapy, get speech therapy, get whatever therapy you need so you can get back to uh, close to where you be- were before the stroke. Most probably you won't get there. Remember Dick Clark, anyone? Uh, but here's a little bit of Fetterman trying to talk. What? is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income, a path to a safe place for them to win. Unbelievable. A little bit more. And I'm not doing this to be cruel. I'm doing this to appeal to even Democrats what's left of their humanity, those people who are uh, propping up people like this. Please listen, just listen to this. Please understand the stakes in this race. Send me to Washington, D.C. to send so I can work with Senator Casey and I can champion the union way of life in Jersey, excuse me, in D.C. This guy is also a joke. He became a small-time mayor. He's never had a job. He was paid $54,000 a year in 2015 by his parents. His parents have been paying his whole way. Uh, He's got worthless degrees. He's propped up. He's a trust fund baby. He uh, bought a house from his sister for a dollar. He's never really had a paying job. He's moved, and now he wants to be the senator. And by the way, the city he was the mayor of, he drove into the pits of hell. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor. I live eight minutes away from here, and when I leave tonight, I got three miles away, Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey, you've got a friend. When I was a little boy, there was a movie that came out. I didn't like scary movies. I still don't like scary movies. It was called Coma. And it was a horror movie, and it was about uh, people being held, I guess, in... Uh, I never saw it, but I remember the commercials. People being kept in comas. And I'm presuming to, you know, to make them pliable, to be able to you know, take advantage of their... Finan- I don't know what the hell it was all about. But this is kind of what's going on here. I- I'm really serious. Th- this is what's happening. They want somebody pliable they can put in office. Diane Feinstein. Heard anything about Diane Feinstein? Uh, the rumor is it that she can't even feed herself. I mean, what the hell? I mean, as though the Democrat Party could sink any further. I don't think it's possible. This is from Jim Gossett, by the way. Fetterman, Fetterman, of debates he's not a fan. But now John has to go, guilted by the Rob Carson show. That's what I heard. He caved in Fetterman. That's what we've heard. He decided to do the debate. Fetterman, there has to be a better man. A debate, he'll do just one. After that, (laughs) he'll be done. He toast. Don't bet on Fetterman. I wouldn't. When they get on the stage, Oz will mop up the floor. And then Fetterman, they will show him the door. Fetterman, Fetterman, left of David Letterman, late-term abortion he'll support. His work history's very short. Look out. Don't vote for Fetterman. 
It would be funny if it weren't so dang serious. It, it, I, like I said, uh, you got a guy who wears a hoodie. He's never had a job. He had a major stroke. Uh, you know, he's a poser. He's a radical leftist. He's for abortion to birth, and, and they're still pushing him. It, it really is. It, it really is just uh, sickening, just sickening to the core that they want to win so badly that they uh, they put up something like this. It's just it's just remarkable. Just, just, just remarkable. Oh, this is uh, pretty sickening, by the way. You know, the uh, riot at Mar-a-Lago, and we're going to hear more about this as the uh, special master is allowed to uh, look at the items taken from <clears throat> Mar-a-Lago. Uh, not only were uh, supposed uh, uh, nuclear secrets in there, you know, uh, uh, Joe Biden signed off on the raid in May, by the way, to go after his political opponent before the, before the election because he knows that MAGA Republicans are the key to this election and blowing up the power structure in Washington, D.C. And then when, Joe, or when Donald Trump takes office in 2020, 2425, then things are really going to hit the fan. That's why we have targets painted on us, by the way. But the uh, the search of Mar-a-Lago, they took clothing, they took passports, they took medical records, they took attorney-client privilege. Hopefully, uh, as the judges, uh, as some have stated, they will end up tossing out the entire search. And they should. Los Angeles Times columnist wrote Wednesday that Mar- uh, Melania Trump deserve to are you ready are you ready for this because this is i think almost as low as uh pushing john fetterman as a candidate said that melania trump deserved to feel violated by the fbi's raid of mar-a-lago writer robin abkarian also ridiculed the first uh, former first lady's sex life the columnist mocked how anonymous millennial pals told Radar Online that the first lady bought new underwear after hers was rummaged through. Yeah, they went through a damn freaking underwear drawer. Isn't that nice? Look at the FBI. Look at our proud FBI. The FBI, a Quinn Martin production. She starked at the quote, this is her home. It is her bedroom. Even her husband isn't allowed in her bedroom. Well, then, where do they? Oh, never mind. I... Wow. Here's another quote from this awful person. This is simply the price you pay when you're married to a sticky-handed former president who is unable to grasp the difference between things that belong to him and things that do not. Kind of like the FBI. This is her home. It's her bedroom. Even her husband is in a louder bedroom. And then, you know, whatever. Abkarian portrayed the former first lady as not a particularly sympathetic figure, pointing to the low poll numbers she received in a final CNN survey after being pummeled by the press for four years, despite the fact being intelligent, beautiful, speaking five languages. She got hammered every single day by the press. That's how awful, awful, awful these people are. Oh, here's another thing. Our, our FBI, another FBI story to show you how this agency in particular, we have to. Uh, I don't say it, and it's not uh, anti-police because uh, these aren't police. These aren't on the street police. These are, this is the head of the FBI. I'm talking about the rotten, maggot-ridden head of the FBI. We, you, you all know, and I all know, we support the police, but not the FBI as it's being operated now. According to FBI whistleblowers, and thank you, whistleblowers. Chris Ray personally removed concerns by rank-and-file members that the agency had become too politicized in deciding which cases to open. Hunter Biden's laptop. 
Investigative reporter Paul Sperry posted it on Getter. Uh, uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray allegedly removed concerns raised by rank-and-file agents from this year's final report by the FBI Special Agents Advisory Committee about FBI leadership becoming too politicized in deciding which cases to open and which to pursue. FBI whistleblowers have told the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, that's what they've told them. Sperry says the FBI is now acting as both the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party and the paramilitary arm of the Democrat Party. The IRS is about to become that uh, as well. I mean, even more so, because they're giving them 87,000 agents. The FBI interfered in the 2016, 2018, 2020 election. Now the 2022 election against Trump and the GOP for Democrats. For six years, the FBI has been falsifying evidence or suppressing exculpatory evidence to frame Trump targets, destroying evidence that would incriminate the Bureau, lying to both the IG and Congress, spying based on fraudulent warrants, opening investigations based on false pretenses, mm -hmm. uh, criminally leaking classified intercepts to the media. Uh, let's see the nuclear documents being, and I said that on purpose, uh, incorrectly, uh, it to the media, spreading false propaganda and conducting corrupt searches and seizures. I give you Peter Navarro. Uh, I give you Roger Stone. Biden family whistleblower announced last week that the FBI official, Tim Tebow, uh, buried the information he gave the Bureau on family criminal acts. That was Tony Bobolinsky. And the FBI sat on Hunter Biden's laptop, by the way, from 2019 and effectively through the election because they uh, sat on the story and they worked with social media, and they worked with the White House to do it. Wow. 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 I told you you're going to want to listen to the show today because it's just going to get better. It's just going to get better. Coming up, the childish AOC, a victim. Despite being one of the most privileged people you could possibly imagine with a privileged background that most would only dream of, she says she's a rectum. I mean... We all know she's a victim. She says she's a victim. Details on that. Your phone calls as well at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. For all those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours, it's The Rob Carson Show. So this morning, I, uh, I put together a little montage because uh, Joe Biden delivered a speech uh, last week that should never be forgotten because he, uh, he called half of the country last week, not only fascists, but also enemies of the democracy, which we don't have a democracy. What he meant was enemies of the state. And, and I'd like to say, if it's his state, I am proud to be an enemy of it. Absolutely. I embrace it. I love it. I hug it. I name it George because... Uh, yeah, bring it. Call me. You already have. I'm a white supremacist. I'm a fascist. I'm a deplorable. I'm uh, whatever the hell I say. I'm a homophobic and transphobic, I guess, even though, dear God, are you really? Seriously? Uh, all of these things. So please, I mean, what else? What else are you going to call me? I don't care. So here's my little montage. I decided to do, because uh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday decided to uh, say that uh, Joe Biden's speech was really no biggie. He wasn't trying to demonize anybody. And I did a little uh, juxtaposition that I think you'll appreciate. Thank you. Um, President Biden has said that not every Republican is a MAGA Republican. Would he consider Mitch McConnell a MAGA Republican? I, I'm not going to go into specific Okay, well, first of all, Mitch McConnell, uh, please, dear God. Uh, name or people uh, from here. Uh, what I will say is, you know, when you go back to the speech, uh, his speech last Thursday, 
uh, you know, people have talked about uh, if it was divisive. Yeah. It wasn't divisive. We must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the... See, he's trying to blame all of the nonsense, the CRT, the transgender crap that they left us espoused, all of the burning of cities. He's trying to blame it on us. That, in case you didn't know, that's what that was about. Tiger Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. The way that we saw this speech... Uh, is that he was talking to majority of the country. It was as harmless as a Wiggles concert. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And if you don't believe me, just replace the word MAGA Republicans, I'm serious, with the word Jews. I'm not kidding. Or Uyghurs. Then you realize the severity of what he said. Who who agree that... uh, we have to protect our democracy, uh, who agree that we have to protect our freedom. And that is a threat to this country. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. Who agree that we have to protect our rights. And the point of the speech was that he wanted to really point to an inflection point, an inflection time that we were we're in at this in this time. They do not believe in the rule of law. The major forces are determined Jews to take this country backwards. Yeah. And he spoke very clearly. He talked about uh, a minority, a small group of people uh, who have extreme views where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love who threatened that very, very um, bad... Yeah, you, know, I mean, you can soft-pedal it all you want. We've heard these kinds of speeches in history, and we know what they result in. Let's talk about OAC, who's almost too stupid to live. You shouldn't name-call. Well, you know, I got called a MAGA Republican and a fascist and a racist, and so, you know, we're just going to do it this way. AOC says it's unlikely she could ever be elected the President of the United States because so many people in America hate women. Did you know that? I, I guess I need to talk to my wife and tell her that uh, I know we've been equals and everything, or at least I've faked it for this long, you know, and uh, I just want you to know I really hate you because you're a woman. Ugh. And my daughter, when, when I pick her up from school today, I, I get her from school every day and sometimes drive her, but her boyfriend's starting to do that. Yeah, whatever, displaced dad. Anyway, uh, you know, she, I hate her. Just, just, I mean, can't stand her. Socialist firebrand New York Democrat speculated about the possibilities of her launching a future White House bid in a wide-ranging and fawning cover interview with GO's GQ, which used to mean Gentleman's Quarterly, but I think it's identifying as Vanity Fair. So anyway, (laughs) Uh, she said that uh, giving me a front row seat to how deeply and unconsciously as well as consciously so many people in the country hate women. That's what her position has done. Her experience in in Congress has shown that so many people in this country hate women. I mean, this is so sick and stupid, and they hate women of color. She's not a woman of color, by the way. Uh, And and, and she described that uh, uh, she was the political force of a new generation, a bona fide culture celebrity. 
Well, yeah, so is Kim Kardashian, but I don't want her, uh, you know, signing on off on uh, legislation because she's, uh, you know, an Internet skank. I'm not saying that uh, AOC is that. People ask me questions about the future, and realistically, I can even I can tell you if I'm going to be alive in September, she thinks she might be dead because of, I guess, MAGA Republicans who've never done anything violent, unlike, you know, Black Lives Matter and Antifa killing 30 people during the summer of 2020 and $2 billion worth of damage and injuring all the police officers. And that weighs very heavily on me, and it's not just the right wing, misogyny, transcends political ideology, left, right, center, the Democrat socialist continued. I don't even know why I support Carrie, uh, Carrie Lake, because, I mean, I hate women. I mean, I know she would make a great governor if she just had a penis, I guess, but I really hate her, because she's a woman. Yeah. Uh, in addition to being a woman, the legislator claimed that her opposition to Wall Street could also hinder any potential bid for presidency. Sure, whatever. Anyway, could uh, President Barack Obama have gotten elected without the kind of financial support he had? I don't know. Uh, there are still plenty of limitations. It's tough. It's really tough. It's really tough. She's a victim. She's a victim. She's never had to work in fields like I have. She's never had to, uh, you know, uh, live uh, in a trailer as I have. <laughs> uh, in a little while, I'll share with her the uh, the similarity between her and a movement by teenage girls of, uh, of uh, victimization. On the way, Jen Pellegrino from Newsmax to talk about women unsafe to exercise. That's coming up on The Rob Carson Show. want to uh, mention breaking news. Queen Elizabeth has died, actually. She is 96 years old. We're just getting uh, details on this. It is uh, is breaking. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, God save the Queen. Um, I, 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 I just wanted to tell you that, that she uh, she's passed away. It's obviously a gigantic story for, uh, for Great Britain. She has been uh, the Queen for uh, all of our memories, essentially. And uh, she passed away, lived a long and glorious life, by the way, of uh, 96 years. So we can at least be, uh, or the people of uh, Great Britain can at least uh, have some solace with regard to that. And we'll have more details as the, uh, as the show progresses. But Queen Elizabeth has passed away at the age of uh, 96. Uh, joining us on the Newsmax hotline, somebody who we have we have been waiting to get on, and, and I've been wanting to talk to her because I've been on her show many times, Jen Pellegrino from Newsmax joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, Jen. Good morning. How are you? Or afternoon. How are you? Hey, Rob. Good afternoon to you. It's been a while, but uh, so great to reconnect with you, and thanks for having me on today. Um, well, obviously, the uh, death of Queen Elizabeth will be something that you are uh, speaking uh, about. And, and I guess uh, there's been some speaking the last couple of days about her declining health, not being able to attend. And I think we all kind of had an idea that, you know, this is going to happen. My mother uh, died last year at 91 years old. And uh, so we knew this was we knew this. Was, I'm sure you'll be having a, a well, good deal of info on that. We, we certainly will. I think that will probably be the majority of our coverage on Prime News tonight. But uh, like you said, Rob, you know, what a what a long life and full life she lived and, and a blessing to be able to to live to that age. Yeah. And, and I'm not down. I'm not down with the royal family. I, I don't follow the royal family. It's near and dear to the either. people. Yeah, it's near and dear to the people of Great 
Great Britain. It is a really big deal to them. And if it is, then then Godspeed. Uh, she she raised a family. Uh, she's got a big family. Uh, uh, um, and and uh, you know she's she's been a key figure in our history, in our in world history as the uh, as the Queen of England. So uh, we'll definitely be watching you tonight, Jen. I want to talk to you because last night I was watching your show and and you. You hit me square in the, between the eyes with your monologue with regard to uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Fletcher, uh, 34, from Memphis, who was murdered. She was grabbed and, and dragged into an SUV and raped and murdered in Memphis. And she is all she's guilty of is running. And, right. and there's there have been some people who have been trying to draw yeah. race lines. Well, you shouldn't be outside running at that time. Oh, I, right. You shouldn't be outside running at that time. Uh, don't be alone if you are. Don't be wearing a sports bra and shorts. Make sure you're covered up if you're out there as a female alone. Carry your phone. Do this. Do that. It's a dangerous city. Uh, the murder capital of the, of the nation, Memphis. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm sick and tired of that victim blaming. Uh, this is the United States of America. You should be able to go out, exercise, live your life uh, anytime. I don't care. Anytime, anywhere without fear of coming home alive. And this, this really makes me angry, Rob. Well, when you when you said when you did your monologue last night, everything stopped for me. And and one of the reasons, a, I've got a, a wonderful wife, and she was a marathoner, and uh, and still does uh, run. And to know, I couldn't even imagine what life would be like if she went out for a run, didn't come back, and I find out that she was grabbed by a career criminal, raped and murdered, and then disposed of unceremoniously. It is it is beyond the pale that this exists but now they're talking about literally this, this these are the words of the taliban by the way you shouldn't be wearing these things what you are doing is you're tempting fate yourself you need to be at home you need to stay inside you need to cover every ounce of flesh doesn't that sound very taliban-esque to you oh yeah completely rob you know it's 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 the victim blaming that we've seen for so many years now uh you saw it recently in new york city in the case of that bodega worker who was defending himself uh that then was potentially facing murder charges because he defended himself and killed the guy that came after him who would have killed him uh, if he hadn't taken action. So, you know, we're seeing the same thing with this poor, you know, mother uh, who's going out for her jog, exercising, not bothering anybody, an upstanding citizen. She was a teacher, uh, sounded like a, a wonderful human being. Uh, and here we are blaming the victim and not looking at these criminals who are being let back on the streets because of these soft on crime policies. They know they're going to get away with it. He, he kidnapped somebody 20-plus years ago, served about 85% of his sentence. People knew this guy wasn't well, and they let him back out on the streets to kill this young mother. And by the way, these incidences are happening more often. There's a story out of Vancouver, Washington. Uh, a, uh, uh, I thought he was going to kill me. Woman jumps from moving vehicle to escape kidnapper after being abducted at knife point by a man she stopped to help. This is becoming uh, an epidemic. It is caused by a couple of things. What you said, obviously, with regard to letting criminals out, uh, no cash bail, the whole deal. But also, I might add, mentally ill, drug addicted, yeah. homeless. Uh, would, you, would you, Jen, would you in Portland jog down a street that had homeless encampments on either side with people raging on meth? You know, Rob, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't be out there. I live in Washington, D.C., uh, just outside of our nation's capital, actually. 
I plan my running routes very carefully. It, it could be switching up a couple blocks to, to avoid an area like that because we have the same thing. We have those tent cities here. Uh, we have areas where I think, you know what, that, that, that little stretch of uh, sidewalk or wood, not so safe. I'm going to go the other way. Um, and it's terrible that we have to think that way in this country because you, you know, you're, I feel like there's so much going on right now with this rise in crime that you always have to be hyper aware of your surroundings. And, you know, and, you know, and what's really, to- what's really sickening, Jen, is that on, on top of this, if a woman could take with her a small firearm, she could end this pretty fast. But in places like New York, literally, did you hear the latest? They are going to cancel a Civil War reenactment because of gun laws in the state of New York. That's how stupid people have gotten. But I lived lived in Washington, D.C. for a dozen years in Germantown, Maryland. And it's really, honestly, there's no place that a woman can jog. Uh, Maybe if you're in cul-de-sac America, but but even then, you've got to be afraid of it. Right. Uh, You're absolutely right. What about you? I mean, have you been in a situation where you were you were running and you felt something wasn't yeah. right? I'm sure it happens all the time. You know, it happens all the time, Rob. And I, you know, I like I said, I plan my run, running routes around you know certain times of the day. There's a trail I like to run on that I only run on yeah. on the weekends, but I know there's a lot of people out there. Uh, but you you'll be out for a run and you'll say that person doesn't look right. I'm going to go. Yeah. And, and run the other way. I'm going to run on the other side of the street. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to do something. I'm going to, I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to put my pepper spray in my hand because I always carry either some kind of self-defense weapon or my yeah. pepper spray with me. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. And I'm telling you, as a female, too, you get honked at. You get all kinds of gestures. You get comments, Unbelievable. Uh, which is very unsettling as well. It, it, you know, it, it really is. It's sickening. Um, you know, and, and this is another way that women are being abused by our culture, by our government. Uh, most recently, and, and, and you may have recall, there's this new uh, video, this guy, and there, there's these little girls standing out in, their, in, the, in the outfield, and this uh, ball player goes to throw a baseball to the little girls, and a guy steps in, grabs the ball, and walks away. And I said, that's the perfect metaphor for men uh, uh, becoming women and competing with women in sports. I can think of no other than an actual physical assault, uh, I like to call it psychosexual assault, than than allowing men to compete and destroy the careers of women when they have fought so hard for relevance in not only athletics, but in politics and whatnot. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, Rob, you're you're absolutely right. It's sickening. You know, we have so many women on the show uh, that have trained so hard. They've devoted so much of their lives uh, to their sport, and they become great at it, only to have uh, these men coming in and competing against them, and they're they're losing their titles, they're losing sponsorships, they're losing uh, income that they would make as as professional athletes, and it's it's so frustrating to see that uh, in this day in America to see us sliding backwards. 50 plus years. Police arrested two suspects, one of two suspects in connection with the kidnapping of a mother and her one-year-old son. Uh, Will Hayes, 25, charged Tuesday. Two counts of aggravated robbery, two counts of uh, especially aggravated uh, kidnapping, employment of a firearm. This happened outside of a Target store. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You know, it's also, unbelievable. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's not only unbelievable, Jen, it's damned unoctopable. It has right. to stop. Right. And it where's the stop. outrage? 
Where's the outrage, Rob? Where are the people saying, uh, let's remember their names. Let's say their names, Eliza Fletcher, Molly Tibbetts, Vanessa Marcotte, Katrina Vetrano, uh, Wendy Martinez, all women who have been out for a run and didn't get to come back, didn't go back yeah. to their families. Well, you know, and the Democrat uh, Party... been murdered by people that got let out back on the streets. Uh, with a lengthy uh, rap sheet already. And the Democrat Party does nothing to support women at all. They are down with men competing with women. They are down with all sorts of, uh, you know, <clears throat> for instance, uh, giving up Afghanistan, uh, uh, basically sentencing every woman in that country to death or life of, uh, of slavery. Uh, this is the Democrat Party. The only thing, the only thing that gives the Democrat Party, gives you any worth to the Democrat Party, Jen, is if you get pregnant and you want an abortion. That's it. I mean, how sickening is that you're right no they they're they're not standing up for women they like to say that they are uh but certainly not in their actions and certainly not what we've seen uh play out through a number of cities in this country these democrat-run cities um where again it's all about uh promoting the men uh when it comes to uh their rights and then obviously not worrying about women when they're when it comes to safety on our streets Talking to Jen Pellegrino of Newsmax, who uh, is, uh, I'm just a big fan. I'm a big fan, my dear, um, of, uh, of uh, Prime News. You can watch at 8 o'clock, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time uh, every night on Newsmax. Um, one other thing here. AOC has got a, a cover of GQ. I think that GQ is identifying <laughs> as Vanity Fair is what uh -huh. the deal is. And, and she says that she will probably never be the president because America hates women. And this surprised <laughs> me because I've always thought I love my mother and my wife and my daughter and all of the friends that I've had and, and people I've dated and, and family members and nieces. I, I guess I hated them all. What are your thoughts about AOC saying America hates? What the hell is she talking about? Uh, half oh, of America. <laughs> what? What? Uh, that's, you know, that's, that's the, the, the ongoing question with AOC. What the hell is she talking about, Rob? Uh, <laughs> the thing that comes out of her mouth. Uh, but especially this latest one. I mean, I don't know if she's just trying to get attention or if oh. she, she's living, you know, 200 years ago. Uh, but certainly this country does not hate women. I mean, we have a female vice president of the United States. We oh, yeah. came close to having a female president of the United States. There are so many positions in which women have been elevated. They've broken the glass ceiling. Uh, you know, they're, they're placed on a pedestal in this country. You know, I'd love to see AOC uh, go to some countries in the Middle East uh, and report back on how women are treated and then see yeah. if she Singing, singing the same tune uh, when she comes back here to America. Yeah. I'm thinking Brittany Griner thinks that the United States is pretty darned awesome right now with its treatment of yeah. women. I, I'm just, 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 just saying. So, uh, Jen, I want to thank you for being on the show. I, I just, I, please, please keep. I know you will. Uh, I'm just so glad that you are you are breaching this topic and 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 it's it's sickening. This has to stop. We have to be able to, particularly women, women. I, I, the Democrat only stands up for women when it comes to abortion. Other than that, nothing. We have to defend our mothers and our sisters and our and our uh, nieces, and and we have to do this. So uh, I do, hope you. And it's time to get tough on crime in this country uh, because we're going to see a lot more of this if we uh, if we don't. All right, so obviously tonight on your uh, Prime News at 9 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax, you're going to be talking and spending a lot of time on Queen Elizabeth II passing away at the well. age of 96, among other things. So uh, where can people find you on, on social media, Jen? Uh, at Jen Pellegrino. It's J-E-N-N -N with two N's. Pellegrino spelled like the water, P-E-L-L-E-G-R-I-N-O. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me there. All right. God bless. Godspeed. And uh, best God bless of uh, you, my friend. luck with the show tonight. We'll talk later. Uh, let's do the Rob. Uh, let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson show. In the 
60s, we had LBJ. Now, we have FJB. It's the Rob Carson Show. I want to thank uh, Jen Pellegrino for joining us on the show. And um, for those of you, <laughs> I just, I got to tell you, it just, it's, it doesn't get any more pathetic than AOC saying that America hates women. I mean, just shut the hell up. And I, I'm just so tired of the hate on America. I just, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. The country is not racist. It's not sexist. It's not homophobic. Dear God in heaven. Uh, you know, every country in the world has racism, sexism, and homophobia. Every country in the world has gone through its throes. And there's no country in the world that has freed more people and fed more people in the history of the freaking world and we don't hate women and we don't hate black people just just so done with these children painting some sort of narrative it's not working we don't hate america we don't just shut up Go up. She's on GQ playing like she's some sort of a victim. By the way, there's this new uh, teenage girls with invisible illnesses. It's called Spoonies. And they've been posting videos on TikToks of themselves crying or in a hospital to generate likes. As experts raise concern over Internet-induced wave of mass anxiety. It's kind of like uh, your daughter who's, uh, you know, maybe maybe she's a white girl in high school and she's not being noticed. So suddenly she just decides to be trans. Or decides to be pansexual. Or decides to be what other of uh, these idiotic new sexes. Because it gets them attention. This has happened throughout through centuries. This is what immature minds do. They do stuff like this. AOC is one of them. She's 32. She should know better. Many of them are suffering from invisible or chronic diseases, which uh, often have no obvious cure, leave them exhausted, doing daily tasks. They call themselves spoonies. The group also encourages each other to lie to doctors to get the diagnosis they want. Some spoonies suffer from Crohn's disease, while others suffer from rare, rarer ones, which are harder to diagnose. Basically, they're on the Internet. It's basically Munchausen by proxy for yourself. Dr. Mark Sullivan, psychiatry professor of uh, uh, a psychiatrist at the University of Washington Medical Center, concerned that the internet has created co- ready communities of grievance that lead patients to adopt victim mentalities. Now, this also happens to uh, other groups. For instance, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. He's not a woman. Uh, NASCAR driver. There's a uh, a loop on the, uh, the pull for his garage door, and he's been surrounded by fans of NASCAR and his crew for years. He's celebrated, and all of a sudden, that's a noose calling the FBI, I'm a victim. Same modus operandi. Morgan Cooper, diagnosed with uh, median arcuate ligament syndrome. She said on Instagram, whenever I post a picture of me looking sad or with pills in my hand or in a wheelchair, I get like 2,000 likes. Isn't that funny? She claims that she felt like she needed to pad her own pills with supplements to make her own situation seem more dire on social media. I'm a victim. I'm a, I'm a member of Congress. I'll never be the president and I'm going to die and admitted to feeling jealous of a girl who looked more sick than her. you got to be a bigger victim. I mean, AOC's a member of Congress. She makes 170 k and she book deals, and she sells swag, and she pockets all the money, has two different places, one in New York, one in D.C., and the whole deal. She's a victim. She's never going to be the president because America hates women. <laughs> 
Some others cashed in on brand deals and probiotic-filled snack bars marketed under the slogan, Hot Girls Have IBS. Of all the things that a woman could have that I would consider hot, I'm thinking uh, irritable bowel syndrome would be the last on the list. Is that just me? Is that, is that just me? Anybody? Any, 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 uh, uh, Mary Beth Marshall from St. Petersburg, uh, Florida, dropped out of college to focus on healing her fibromyalgia and her Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. She said, you can get addicted to being sad and sick, and the attention you receive, the misery loves company thing, makes you sicker. There might be something you've gained, you're gaining by having his, this diagnosis like that. It's keeping you from a job that you hate or from responsibilities you don't want to do. Uh, well, how should I wrap this up with an exclamation point? Uh, oh, yeah. Boo frickety hoo. How about that? Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. They called us deplorables. They shut down our country. Oh, we ain't gonna take it. They say our thoughts are disinformation. Oh, we're not gonna take it anymore. We will not go quietly into the night. You tell them I'm coming. We will not vanish without a fight. And hell's coming with me, you hear? Today, hell's coming with me. We celebrate our Independence Day. This is our response, The Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to, a lot of stuff on the plate, as it were, including Dave Rubin, the host of the Rubin Report. Uh, he's going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour, and uh, I just, I'm a big fan. I'm a really big fan of his work. Uh, also going to get into, uh, let's see, what do I got here in that head? Oh, 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 I got to get into California and their Green New Deal joke. They literally had to start up a four big um, fossil fuel, uh, natural gas operated uh, generators to keep the lights on some places. And, and I've been posting memes on uh, social media. Literally, there are people in California who have gas generators in the driveway charging up their electric cars because they're a stupid. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get to <laughs> the show progresses. Uh, last hour, and I don't know if you knew this, uh, 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 AOC is on the cover of GQ. Um, apparently GQ is identifying as a female magazine, uh, possibly Vanity Fair. And she says that America hates women. She'll never be the president because America hates women. And, and I'm just going to say right now, I'm going to sit down. Just call. I'm going to put a woman on the air, even though most of you hate women. And I know it's a big career risk. I should only have men on the show. But I'm going to go ahead and put Barbara from Baltimore on the show, risking personal injury because so many people hate women. Hi, Barb. You are a woman, right? I mean, you, you always have been a woman. Yes, I am. Yes, I have always been one. Yes. <laughs> yes. What do you think about AOC saying that America hates women there, Barbara? You know, she's such a clown. She's such a clown. I don't know how she got that degree in economics, but I think she's probably one of the dumbest women I've ever, ever heard speak yeah. in my life. Uh, and, and that victimhood of hers. But, you know, the real victims are the women who are being hurt and killed and murdered and raped across this country and, yeah. and, and all the victims, people getting yeah. cold cocked. That, that commercial that I saw, is, it should be played by every conservative running for an office. There's only going to be one solution. I had this conversation with someone just today. Yeah. Law and order. It may take, in some areas, the National Guard may need to come in, 
We need strong governors who are going to take back our streets. We're yeah. in, uh, the, the Democrat Party is absolutely and no doubt the party that is the enemy of the people. Barbara, what, why? I, wanna, I need to know why. I mean, uh, so many people ask, why is the, the for instance, okay, here's something. Uh, the White House, they, they apparently they did not vet very, very well with regard to people who came into the country from Afghanistan. Does this come as a big surprise? They, they literally, the, uh, the uh, uh, Homeland Security has uh, put out a damning report vetting flaws may have allowed national security threats into the U.S. after they were evacuated from Afghanistan. These are people who are terrorists, okay? These are the same kind of people they, they have the same modus operandi as the people who flew planes into buildings, the Pentagon, and a field in Pennsylvania. Not only are we letting them in from Afghanistan, but also the southern border. I'm yeah. trying to make sense of this, but all I can say, uh, what I'm distilling it into, this is the Marxist dream of the class of 1968. This is all part of the plan, ball, Barbara. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is absolutely, and it's culminating. It's all coming together. It started with it did uh, start with Linda Baines Johnson with the Great Society, getting yes. everybody used to sucking on uh, benefits from the government. And yep. those benefits, starting in the late '60s, for those of us who are older, we realized all that money that went into the war on poverty actually fueled drugs, all kinds of criminal activities. Democrats were running these cities, and that's when. A lot of the machinery and the money was flowing in from that war on poverty. And, and look at what it left. Look yeah. at every city in this country that is like Baltimore. You've got people being shot on live television in yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Who would yeah. ever think that you see something like that? Here, Barbara, I want to play this. I'm going to play a little bit of this PSA that you're talking about here real quick. Let me see if I can get it to uh, fire up for you. Here it comes. Hold on. For nearly 30 years, crime was falling in the United States. No more. The national murder rate is at its highest in 25 years. The result of far-left policies that leave innocent Americans at the mercy of violent criminals. You've seen the images. Subway. Barbara, I mean, have you seen anything like this in your life? Never in my life, and I'm telling you, that's what happens when you have... It's almost like, you know that movie Kurt Russell played in? I think we like... Escape from New York. Is it Escape from New York? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. You know, that's exactly what we're living with and what the Democrat Party has done. This is evil. This oh, yeah. is Marxist. They're trying to destroy this country. They don't care what they do to anyone on the way. And that means all of us. They're starting out with conservative, but it's everyone. And... That speech that he made the other day, oh, dear Lord. Every, uh, that should just put us on point. What oh, yeah. we need to do is vote these vote for Republicans. I'm very excited about Dan Cox. He's getting Good. moving. He's Good. moving on the move in Maryland, going different places. Uh, I'm just waiting to see that big bus with that um, Cox written all over it, going yeah. to different places. I'm hoping he will get that going. Yeah. Uh, lots of people are out on the streets. We have got we got to pull them across the the, the line. And with I know. All the, and with the rhinos, Rob, you know, all we can do, I say, everybody, even hold your nose if you have to, get them in, get them in. But then we will hold them accountable by watching how they vote. 
and report back to the people how they're voting now, now, on issues. Barbara, can you imagine? Can you imagine the the uh, glory that would be if Dan Cox won Maryland? Dan uh, or Bastiani. Uh, uh, Pat, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, D- uh, Doug Bastriani. Sorry, I had a little brain fart there. Not quite as yeah, bad as uh, John Fetterman. About. Yeah, I know how your mind is working with that because that is <laughs> that was such a fantastic uh, uh, speech that he made. And you know the thing about Doug is he's fired up all the time. He's got that booming voice. There's something about a booming voice during times like this. Well, I don't know what you're talking about there, Barbara. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that, Barbara. There's that authoritarian get it done voice. You know what like, I'm Barbara, let me ask you, did you did you go to the rally? Did you go to the Trump rally in Pennsylvania? No, I did not go did to not. the rally. I watched it from beginning to end, all of it. And um, Oh, it was sweet. Absolutely fantastic. I did not know I had some other things I needed to do. But I did team. Hey, Barbara, Barbara, uh, Newsmax kicked the snot out of uh, Fox News on Saturday night running uh, the Trump rally. Thought you should know. Well, you know, Fox News is going to get, they're getting the, kick, the, the snot kicked out of him. You've got a great lineup over there on Newsmax. I know I, we I do. Caught, yes, I caught Wendy Bell, and I tell you what, Wendy Bell oh. is smashing it on the radio. She's smashing it. Barbara, She's Barbara, I'm going to tell you, Wendy Bell is uh, the real deal. I wrote her the other day. I said, yeah, I, you, I mean, that girl needs a show Yes, on, on TV. Oh. She's got Newsmax, and she can do, I'm telling you, she. Because she's so real. She's just, yeah. she, you know, and uh, I called in and left a message, and yeah. she actually called me back on Monday. I couldn't believe it. I said, wait. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm amazed she has any ratings because America hates women. They just hate, <laughs> hate them, hate them. Hate them. Uh, you know, I heard Dan Cox went to the Trump rally. I, I didn't, I'm not sure, I was really yes, busy last did. night. I did an appearance on Newsmax right before the rally. Yeah, uh, he but did. I heard. And- and, I, texted, and, I texted him and his people. I said, are you going to the rally? He says, oh, yeah, we're booked. And I said, good. He's embracing it. He yes, knows. He, yeah. he knows. And the message he needs to understand is anybody who uh, even the slight hesitation doesn't mean that they don't need to be brought along. But you need to, the people who are hesitating with something to connect to Trump. I noticed that a lot of the people here, uh, the, you know, with the mainstream ones, you know, the ones that Joe Biden wants to work with. Those, those Republicans, the people who are not MAGA, MAGA is what's going to take us, making America great again. I, you know, I like, I like saying the whole phrase, make America great again is what's going to take well, you know, over the top. They gotta you know, you're a fascist. Barbara, you're a fascist. <laughs> you're a fascist MAGA I'm Republican. A I'm a you, thank you. I'm a patriot. I love this country. And I tell you what, uh, you know, we've got too much violence. We're going to have to go back and take care of that petty crime. You cannot have even yeah. the smash and grab. Yeah. Everything has to stop. Dead stop. No more. Barbara, no, you live in, you live in, uh, and you need to get your own talk show too, by the way. Uh, oh, God. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. Because uh, you're, you're trying to out talk me here. What the hell? Anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, but Baltimore, I mean, listen, oh, uh, you're looking at Dan Cox's opponent. They're not saying a thing about crime. They're not saying a damn thing. The Democrat Party's not saying a damn thing about the crime problem that they've created. And that's the number one thing people want. There's no reason to vote Democrat if you want, if you, if you want Baltimore to turn around and you want to be safe again and you want to be able to go downtown and see a baseball game, whether it be yes. Chicago, whether it be Baltimore, whether that be wherever. If you vote Democrat, you're screwing yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because... 
here we have a winning team. We got the Ravens is a good team. I remember going to the stadium. And yeah. you know, baseball is always best from the stadium where you can get the hot dog, even though they're expensive. It's great going to the, to a baseball game. And it's just really something that we have one of the most beautiful stadiums. Both of them are beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. The environment, the water, everything, the harbor. And you can't walk safely in that environment. That is a shame before God. And if we don't take this state back, if we don't, Woo! all I can say is I'm leaving. I got to go. You got to be a campaign manager, Barbara. You got to, you got to uh, seriously, you need to get on a campaign. You need to make it because you, you motivate me. You inspire me. I told you that you are the template. You are the template to what we need to do in the country. And you know what, Barbara? I don't hate you because you're a woman. I don't hate you for because you're a, a person of color. When I see you, I see a patriotic America who, American who never hated America despite the class of 1968 telling you for the last 20 years you should sit during the national anthem. I, I like to say, and I don't know if you heard my talk, I said, you know, there is no better place in America for a person, or in the world, for a person of color to live. And everybody goes, oh, that's racist and racist. Well, show me the Jesse Owens from Zambia. Show me the Martin Luther King Jr. from Namibia. Come on. And you know what, Tim? I won the Brittany. Brittany, uh, they got locked up. Over there in that Brittany Griner. Yeah. You know what? I'm telling you right now. I bet she wished with all of her heart. Her, I remember she's one of the ones that kneeled for the flag. She wouldn't acknowledge the flag, acknowledge the country and stuff. And look at where she is now. And nobody can get her out of that. That yeah, is I know. unbelievable. And listen, I, I I think she's being overpunished. I she I think she needs to be oh, let absolutely. out. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not oh, I'm no. not wishing okay. this punishment on anybody. I don't give a rat's behind if you want to vape pot. That's fine. But when you go into a country like that, you got to know what you're going to get. You got to know the rules and follow yeah. the rules. That's that's the, it's the same attitude of what we're looking at right now. These young people or people who are out on the street, these criminals. I mean, these career criminals. This is something that has, has permeated society and it has to be rooted out you're not gonna, we're not going to be able to exist with this hey barbara listen we got we got to run we got to run we got to run thanks so uh, much for taking my call barbara Have now listen 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 we're we're in a battle here and i'm going to i'm going to do my very best to to fight for inspiring both parties to come together for loving america i i am officially making you a general in the in the army to turn the country around democrats republicans liberals conservatives screw the left yeah. That's They're done. Right. That's right, because I'm a black American, and and I'm telling you, love of God and love of country, we need to get back to where it was as far as being a country that's producing, everybody working, making money, things were doing good, and get rid of this crime. All right, all right, all right. Life. General Barbara, I want to thank right. you for joining me on the show today. God bless, Godspeed. Keep up the good fight. We're going to win this. We're going to win this in November, Barbara. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. In case you haven't heard, uh, Queen Elizabeth II died peacefully at Balmoral. She had been uh, the queen of, uh, of England for 70-plus years, just over 70 years. Uh, clearly, a uh, uh, probably the the biggest one of the more uh, historical figures to pass away 
in uh, in recent memory. I mean, I'm not meaning to take anything away from anyone. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the Royals. I'm not going to go through a bunch of tributes and all of this because it's it's honestly it's like hiring someone uh, you know who is uh, didn't know your your mom to do the wake. It's it's it doesn't you know it's not going to do her justice. And, and those who are uh, big followers and fans of the royal family uh, subjects, if you will, uh, obviously this is going to be a, a very earth shattering event for you. Um, and Charles, by the way, and and as long as I can remember, uh, Prince Charles was going to be the King of England. And for a very long time, uh, England has not had a king. That is uh, gigantic. And, of course, uh, we know this is ceremonial. Uh, largely, I won't say that it uh, it is without uh, legislative uh, impact to have a member of the royal family uh, there as the as the head of the uh, of the monarchy. But uh, I, I did see Andy No had a really beautiful picture this morning on uh, Twitter. And outside of Buckingham Palace this morning, they uh, uh, it is a be- it's a beautiful picture. I'll post it on my social media at Rob Carson Show. But it's a, 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 a view of the distance. There's a double rainbow above or near Buckingham Palace with a beautiful white cumulus cloud right up through the middle of it. It's, it's stunning. And uh, some view it as a representation of uh, the Queen and Prince Philip being reunited. And, and listen, I, I am a big believer in God. I am a big, big, big believer in uh, uh, God sending you messages and <clears throat> and and saving you, I think I'm a walking uh, testimony to that because I was, uh, there's no reason I should have been here. And uh, a lot of things have happened, uh, you know, like the last few years ago. I uh, haven't gotten into it, but I'll, I'll explain it to you. But it's more about her, certainly, than me. But I, I believe, and, you know, yeah, <clears throat> maybe it was, maybe it was. In, and then the, the atheists like Bill Maher, hey, you're just taking a weather phenomenon and you're just you're you're just making it like it's some sort of message from God. You know, well, uh, gay people took the rainbow. So there you go. What do you want? <laughs> <clears throat> kind of appropriated a weather phenomena there. But uh, and I don't care. You can have the rainbow. I really don't care. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, where are we going to go next? Because I've got a ton of stuff to get to. ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff. I do want to get into some uh, red-hot uh, voter fraud uh, stuff. And, and it's verified. It is verified. Uh, I know that I'm not supposed to talk about that because, you know, uh, it's uh, disinformation and misinformation. It's also, uh, it's also my really well-informed opinion that the 2020 election was stolen. But uh, this is kind of funny. Project Veritas um, released uh, undercover audio of Democrat South Carolina state representative and U.S. Senate candidate Christy Matthews, and she was trashing white people. Now, I will, uh, I don't have the, I got the audio, you can't hear it, so I'm just going to read what she said. <clears throat> she said, listen to this, listen to this, Whitey, you want, uh, listen to Whitey, just real quick, okay? My district is slightly Republican, and it's heavily white, Matthews told an undercover uh, uh, Project Veritas journalist, I'm no stranger to white people. I'm from a mostly white town. She continued, and let me tell you one thing. You ought to know who you're dealing with. Like, you got to treat them, that is white people, them, us, like SH. She said, I mean, that's the only way they'll respect you. I guess I didn't know that. I, I, okay, I, sorry, um, I always thought disrespect was a bad thing, but I guess uh, I needed to be treated like SH so uh, that, that I, I could respect people who treat me like crap. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Christy Matthews proceeded to tell the uh, journalist that she keeps white people under her thumb, by the way. Uh, Otherwise, they, quote, get out of control like kids. (laughs) That's that's fantastic. I'm, I'm white, and I didn't even know that. I just, I had no idea when somebody treats me like SH that I should uh, respect you more when you do that. And also, I, I didn't realize I should be under the thumb of some uh, politician so I don't get out of control like some kid. That's, that's something, that's a lot of love for her constituents there in, uh, in South Carolina. Yeah, she, uh, she also, they leaked audio of a phone call with an inmate at Perry Correctional Institution calling for secret sleepers to infiltrate the South Carolina Republican Party. She said, uh, uh, basically, uh, uh, you, gotta, you, you need some sleepers like you need them to run on the other side, even though they are on our side and we need them to win. So get you to claim your, you know, for certain things. And then when you get elected, do something completely different which is what Democrats always do anyway. Kind of funny that way. What have we learned today so far? Well, that America hates women. We know, we know that. And now we know that uh, white people, you got to treat them like SH. It's the only way they'll respect you. And you got to be under other people's thumbs. Otherwise, you'll act like children. That's kind of interesting. And I've been on the planet for a while. I just discovered this. Coming up, Dave Rubin. Don't go anywhere. Rob Carson Show. Joining me on the phone, one of my favorite personalities on social media, on uh, on the web, Dave Rubin, host of the Rubin Report, also the author of Don't Burn This Country. He joins us live after a month off the grid. Seriously? You took a month Seriously, off? Seriously, man. Rob, I went off for a month. This is the sixth year that I've done it. No TV, no news, no current events. Uh, this year was a little different than the five previous years where I have literally locked my phone in a safe. I've had no connection whatsoever. We usually we go to we've gone to Bora Bora or, you know, Mexican rainforest really disappear Uh, this year. As I was telling you right before we started, uh, we had a baby. So I did have to have a phone available for emergencies and parents calling and people in town and doctors and things of that nature. But I had no idea about the news until I got back on September 1st. So even this Trump wow. Mar-a-Lago thing, yeah. I had not heard about it. I had not heard about absolutely anything. And guess what, man? <laughs> what? The world keeps going. The world keeps going, whether you're talking about it or listening or not. And yeah. taking a little time off, it gives you a little bit of, uh, I would say, a little bit of a force field from the nonsense when you step away. Yeah, and you know, if you really wanted to be invisible in a place that nobody would see you, uh, Joe, Ryden, uh, Joe Biden's rally in uh, Pennsylvania on Monday. <laughs> did you see that? I've seen bigger crowds at a pay less shoe opening. Man, it's so depressing what's going on with this guy. You know, I said on my show earlier in the week, I said that I believe at this point, and I don't mean this to be sarcastic or hyperbolic, I believe he is the worst president in U.S. history. But it is not just because of the obvious things, the economy, the supply chain, the disaster in Afghanistan, you know, all of the stuff that we see. It's it's more than that. It's that we don't know anything about Joe Biden anymore. What do you think Joe Biden really stands for? What do you think Joe Biden really believes? What do you think he knows now that he knew then? We don't know what he knows. We don't know what's going on with his brain. 
that, so to say he's the worst president, it's like I'm saying basically he's nothing at this point, and that's why he can't get 20 people to show up anywhere. Meanwhile, yeah. the same night, Trump was drawing what 20, 25,000 somewhere in yeah. 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 Uh, what about John Fetterman as well? And and I, you know, I, I don't understand why we are so terrified to mention the emperor's clothes. We certainly have with Joe Biden and now John Fetterman, who can barely speak. And, and I I don't care about John Fetterman. I think he's a loser. I think he's a he's a trust fund baby. He uh, ran a tiny town into the toilet. Uh, he is a socialist. He's he's uh, 51 years old. He still has experimental facial hair. That's another thing that you could, could keep him from office. But but I mean, honestly, this is cruel and unusual and if the democrat party would allow it to happen with joe biden certainly they'll do it with fetterman i think the next step is is putting people in office who are in persistent vegetative states we're that close what are your thoughts on fetterman oh well for the record i would prefer persistent vegetative state than most of the clowns (laughs) that they're putting up there that persistent vegetative state would be a pleasure um look fetterman you know I, I actually I haven't followed the race too closely, but obviously in yeah. the last little while, you know, now there's a lot of videos surfacing. Something seems wrong with the guy. Yeah. Quite honestly, he's you know, Biden has trouble speaking because he's having whatever's going on with him cognitively or, or yes. else. Yes. However else. But Fetterman seems very confused, seems over his head. I mean, well, he, you know, he had head. a stroke. And, yeah. and the thing is, my mom, my mom had a stroke and she lived the last seven years of her life dealing with that. And it was mostly physical for her. Her brain is sharp as a tack. Fetterman can't talk. Yeah, that I mean, that should disqual if, if the Democrat Party had any decency. And obviously they don't. They would say, we need to, Mr. Fetterman needs to step aside, focus on his recovery, and here is the candidate we will put in place. I don't understand how they think that, even with the outside spending and everything, he can win. Well, you know, there's something very bizarre about the Democrats, and this has been going on for a long time, but the more extreme you are, the seemingly more compromised you are, the more buffoonish you are, all of those things, it works to your advantage in the Democrat Party. And, you know, him having a stroke or having whatever these these speech issues are, I mean, the speech from a few days ago was just absolutely appalling. It was as if he had no idea what he was talking about or where he was. I don't mean that to be glib or mock any medical issue he might be having. Uh, But in their weird worldview where uh, they love victimhood, if there is something that they can perceive to be wrong with him, that is more important to them than whether the policies are good or whether he's functional or anything else. So it's it's all very bizarre, but it's consistent with what's happening with the Democrat Party, unfortunately. Well, look about AOC. AOC, she's on the cover of a GQ, which, by the way, Unreal. for her cover, she's uh, the magazine's identifying as uh, as uh, Vanity Fair. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so she says that uh, she can't ever be president because uh, America hates women. Did you have a mother? I did have a mother. I'm not a biologist, but uh, did you hate her? A chick. Did you hate her? I did not hate my mother. I just saw really? her last week. I love her very much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nonsense. But but again, John, uh, sorry, Rob, this is what they've got. This yeah. is what they've got. You know, it's like, oh, I'm a woman, so that's bad now, and no one will vote for me. You know, the article, actually, which I read several of the excerpts from, Yeah, it, it's really revealing to her thinking, because I don't know if you saw this, but what? there was a moment in it where she says, basically, you know, she'd sort of like to be president. She likes the idea. The problem is that with the courts and the Senate getting in her way, she doesn't know that she could accomplish that. Much. <laughs> that doesn't that sound like the worst sort of authoritarian thing you can say? I mean, that's well, that's Palpatine, lady. But it's already that's already happening. <laughs> right. You know, it's just, Thank God for the courts. Thank God for the Senate. Thank God for checks and balances yeah. and separation of power. 
But what she's showing you is that beneath the very thin veneer of tolerance oh. and decency of yes. progressives lies always, it always is. If you can peel off that very thin veneer, there's always an authoritarian there. So she's yeah. saying, ah, I don't know if I could run because I couldn't do everything I wanted. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's that's quite telling. You came back from your uh, your month off unplugged and you get word of the Mar-a-Lago raid and then Joe Biden's speech painting uh, in the minutes all blood red uh, and yep. delivering a, a hate speech, a very, I'll just say, I'm not afraid to say Hitlerian. I'm not afraid to say Stalinistic because we have to look at history. Joe Biden has already used the words of Stalin in disinformatia. Uh, and so I don't care if you have a $1,200 smartphone. Uh, history can happen here like it has in the past. Let's start with the raid on Mar-a-Lago, where it is right now, special master in the whole deal. What have you uh, taken away from what has happened thus far? Well, first, you might be surprised to hear that when I was told about the Mar-a-Lago raid, and I, again, I was back on September 1st, the Mar-a-Lago raid happened around the 5th or the 6th, I really wasn't surprised. There is nothing that yeah. these people won't do in their conquest for power. So why would it surprise me that they would raid Mar-a-Lago? Why would it surprise me that the IRS announced 87,000 new armed agents to look into our finances? None of that surprises me at all. As for the Biden uh, speech, I said it on my show just the way you said it. I said it was Hitler-esque. It really was. But I think the key thing, Rob, to understand is that a lot of people I saw on Twitter and elsewhere, a lot of people were saying, boy, this speech, the speechwriter really did a poor job and the optics of it were terrible. The, you know, whoever put the package together really made a mistake. But no, it's intentional. Yeah. And you must understand that. These people, we may not like them. We may think they're idiots. But but if they're idiots, well, they've accomplished an awful lot. They've oh. destroyed an awful lot, so you better give them credit. So when Biden on one sentence will say, hey, I'm the I'm the here for decency and solidarity and bring the country together, and then literally the next sentence will say the ultra-maga Republicans should not be part of, you know, decent discourse. It's by design. It's a yeah. constant attack on your senses. So that's why the red... That blood red background, which was right out of V for Vendetta or oh, yeah. Hitler's speech <laughs> yes. or a Mussolini speech. I mean, that moment in V for Vendetta, if you know what I'm talking about, yeah. it's, it's right out of that. I know. And it's intentional. They are trying to throw this stuff in our face. And believe it or not, John, they are everything that they purported. Uh, sorry, I called you John again. Uh, Rob, I just spoke That's to okay. John. That's okay. My middle name is my, my middle name is John. Yeah, my middle name is John. Rob, Rob. So that, that's uh, fine, Bill. I think you're a great. TV okay. host. What do you do? I'm just kidding. Uh, let <laughs> It's all by design. That's my point. But you know, and, and I said this yesterday, and I don't do hyperbole to be hyperbolic. I don't do I don't do yeah. bombast for bombast's sake. I just said, here, let's do this, and and amazed. It, it was actually quite amazing. I said, replace the word mega Republicans with Jews. I said, yep. replace the the uh, mega Republicans with Uyghurs. It's and then you go, oh my God, he just said Jews are the enemy of the state. Yep. And and I you know there's nothing wrong with that comparison. There is nothing wrong. We have been called Nazis. We have been called white supremacists. We've been called fascists. All of these things. Uh, what he said during that speech has to be considered unacceptable. Now the only people I see parroting it are MSNBC and CNN. I think yep. that a lot of people, Nancy Pelosi and others, although she said she thought it was whatever about the, they're standing back because they are letting him plant the mines and he's going to take the flak and they will decide whether they want to move forward with him. That's what I, I, I believe. I think that's actually, yeah, I think that's a really good analysis that, that basically he doesn't realize it, but in essence he's dead man walking because whether he makes it to 
2024 or not. He's obviously not running again by choice or possibly not by choice. I mean, whether he fully breaks down before that. So I think what they're doing with him basically is they're just throwing in everything. It's the kitchen sink with him, knowing that it doesn't really matter because Uh -uh. Joe Biden won't matter to them. What matters to them is the destruction of our institutions. What matters to them is their ability to take over all of government and use it against the people. 87,000 new IRS agents. If your takeaway after the last two and a half years is that we need more government regulators looking into us for more money, I don't know what planet you're on. Yeah, and also look at, I just want you to look at this. This this is purely, uh, this should be fairly obvious. Do, uh, 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 Joe Biden went on vacation on the Monday that Mar-a-Lago was raided. Uh, during that same time, he came back briefly to sign the Inflation Reduction Act, which had nothing to do with inflation. It's very, very <laughs> Soviet. Duh. Very, very Soviet. Then he used the executive order to wipe away $1 trillion worth of student debt before coming back from vacation for day, two days and going to Delaware again. So clearly, I mean, clearly there's puppet masters involved here. And I do believe in, with every ounce of my being, it starts with Barack Obama, the fundamental transformation of America. He is the first progeny of the class of 1968. He is the first person who has been the president of that class. And so, well, look, go ahead. Well, no, I, I think you're right. I mean, look, Joe Biden is not running the show. No, That's very obvious. No, Joe no. Biden is reading albeit poorly, the the words they put in front of him. But that's it's not coming from Joe Biden. The driving force of what's happening in America is not because of the vision of Joe Biden. The question is, is it the Barack Obama vision as you're laying out? Yes. Is it whatever's left of the Clinton thing? Is there some combination of both of those? Is it the World Economic Forum? I don't know what the full answer to that is. No. I tend to think you're right. He's just an extension of the nonsense of the Obama administration. But either way, the fact that we even have to talk about it like that, I think, is very dangerous when a whole bunch of people are going, you know, in essence, the president's not the president. Yeah, he's sitting at the desk, but he's not the president. Well, that's, that's a problem well, for the long term health of a society. If Joe Biden were operating uh, unilaterally, uh, he would start every day with a speech saying, we're having pudding for dinner. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it and maybe rice a day and maybe oops i made a poopy maybe i'm just saying maybe uh let me ask you just real quick as we wrap things up what do you think is going to happen in november uh i know they're doing everything they can level best to make it sound like there was a blue wave blue wave coming um and i know that's all nonsense what what do you get from your viewers, your listeners, the people you're in touch with as with regard to the fire in the nation's belly with the direction of the country Look, we all live in our own bubbles to some extent, whether that's online or real life. As you know, I'm a new Floridian. You know, everyone I meet around here, uh, whether they're literally the plumber that's working in my house right now or the contractor or when I go out. I mean, everybody loves Ron DeSantis here. Everyone really. There is such and I'm not just talking about fans and people that know me when I just strike up a conversation with someone at a bar or a restaurant. There is such a feeling and an appreciation of, uh, you know, this man and and what he's done for this state and, in essence, what he did for the country, because somebody had to lead. And it certainly wasn't going to be Joe Biden. I think that by conventional thinking, there certainly will be a red wave because incumbent parties always do, you know, very poorly in the off year. So just I mean, that happened to Trump. It happened to Obama. It happened to Clinton. It's just how it is. Happened to George W. Bush. Um, but that being said, you've got to give the devil his due. These people, whether they have yeah. to bring back COVID or scare the hell out of you with monkeypox yeah. or do something with mail-in ballots or they start yeah. a, a hotter war in Ukraine or mm. God knows what, 
I think it's just very important that we keep our eye on the ball. And even here in Florida, yes. where we know DeSantis is going to crush, make sure you vote, people. Make sure you vote. I just got a new poll out from uh, Trafalgar Group. They say that Charlie Chris's chance of winning the governorship has fallen from snowball's chance in hell to snowflake's chance in hell. This could change <laughs> at any time, though, Dave. It could I change. Still think, I still think that's a bit much. But I will tell you this, when I walk my dog, there is one clown in my neighborhood with a Charlie Chris sign. And it's like, I, I just need to meet this person. I ha- like, I just have to say to them, what, what possibly could in the freest state in the nation where you can do whatever you want, where yeah. you have no income tax, if you want to wear a mask and put a saran wrap bag on your head, you can. You're voting for Charlie Chris. Yes, what? yes. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I appreciate your time today, Dave. It was great to talk to you. Uh, where can everybody find the Rubin Report? Rob, because the Internet is crumbling at a very fast rate yes. and I don't have any faith in Twitter or YouTube, please join us at rumble.com slash Rubin Report, R-U-B-I. Do not miss it. I greatly appreciate it. Godspeed. God bless. Have a glorious weekend with the new baby. And congratulations. That's the plan, man. It's a glorious a thing, of, bro. A lot of pooping and peeing. Plus, we got a kid now. All right. Oh, yeah. And then Joe Biden. All right. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's The Rob Carson Show. Uh, I want to thank Dave Rubin for being on the show. Uh, amazing. Check out uh, uh, the Rubin Report on Rumble. He's, I just really enjoy the work he does. Uh, before we go, let's talk a little bit of uh, voter fraud. Doesn't exist, right? No, it does. It actually uh, caused the theft of the 2020 election. Just what makes this senile old man think he can be pres when he can't. Everyone knows this man can't. Keep from pooping his pants. He won the live vote, the dead guy vote, the fake ballots pulled out of the sky vote. He isn't really president, just a resident. He was chosen by mail. Hail! The only thing that he knows how to do every day screwing me and you only thing that joe can do is to fail this is jim gossett by the way mom and dad no i i I really mean it dems have got no hope with this old dope he has not met a gal that he won't grow Biden has got a broken brain. His VP is lame. Kamala's been a big flop. Whoops, there goes Biden on the ground. On his keister, Joe is usually found. Whoops, Joe Biden, he is going curb-flop. So, uh... When Ann Hill requested a copy of East Lansing, Michigan's voter rolls, she found 9,000 ineligible voters on East Lansing's official voter rolls. A full 36% of the city's 26,000 voter registrants should not be on the rolls. Worse, 1,935, 21% of those ineligible registrants voted in the 2020 election. Well, that's kind of weird. On top of all the other millions of votes that were uh, voted, that were uh, cast illegally, that I have uh, evidence of that a court has not heard yet. Uh, Yeah, they stole the election, and their ballots were counted. By the way, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, and then a whole bunch of oddities and anomalies happened in the city, home to Michigan State University. Fifty registered voters were listed as residents at non-existent addresses, along with non-existent street, Cherry Lane. Old Cherry Lane. You betcha. You ever been up to Cherry Lane? Uh, near Blueberry Hills, really nearby. Uh, Fifteen of those registrants voted absentee in 2020. And uh, she contacted the elections clerk. Maybe the residents were out of country, the military, she possibly, and she checked. Only one of those voters met the age criteria for active military service. She drove to the site where the votes were cast, the address. It was a park. Signage indicated Cherry Lane traversed uh, through there until its demolition in 2011. 12 years ago, Hill turned her attention to the university dormitories. She called the assistant vice president for community relations, government relations, and the person confirmed that 22 of MSU's 28 dormitories were closed during COVID. All right? So they were lights out. Nobody living there. Still showed 1,738 voter registrants recorded as living in the closed dorms. 276 of those registrants cast voted uh, votes that counted. I still say it was stolen, and you're never going to stop me because I have the evidence and the common sense to win the argument. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show today. Make sure to podcast. Check it out. It's called The Rob Carson Show Podcast. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Let's get to a million downloads a month. We're real close. NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. Do it today. Share it with others. God bless you and your family, the unborn, our military, our first responders. And until tomorrow, which is Friday, woo, don't catch the stupid. See you then.